0: It's time for another episode of the True Podcast, the show that is all about achieving happiness and changing financial futures. Here is your host Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know it's been some time. I got to get consistent, but I wanted to share some updates with you guys of what I've been doing. Uh, some. Updates on the housing market out here in Arizona and just talking about FOMO in general when it comes to housing and everything going on in this economy because there's a lot of different uh, differing opinions out there and I want to throw my opinion out there but also at the same time uh, I'm about you know waiting and seeing but I'm also concerned about people's money right now because we're chasing FOmo, uh, and more and more people are saying, "Hey, I'm missing out on this, so I better sell my house now. They're getting these offers in that are you know fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty percent above asking, and then they have nowhere to buy. So they end up having to rent a house at the top of the market on the rental side. And then the other piece that I want to talk about is the eviction moratorium that's out there now, all for it, but there's also some economic challenges that are going to go on with it. And on the other side of that are defaulted loans, mortgages that we play in. And those volumes um, have gone up dramatically. That I've talked about a bunch of times went up for sale for $419,000 in the month of May. Um, the houses that were currently being sold by the builder were being sold for about $325,000, which they've gone up even more. Um, this house ended up selling for $425,000 which this owner roughly made $100,000 in 45 days on this house. So I just found out this house then got turned around. Um, I have not found who the buyer is. I don't know if it's an individual or a hedge fund, but they are now renting it for... They started at $2,300, and now it's at 2250 after several days on the market. So we'll see where that goes. But that being said... Almost $100,000, if you think about that in a mortgage payment alone, you know, you're talking, even if we say 3.5% interest rate, you're still talking close to $600 a $600 month payment with principal and interest, and making sure that you can afford that payment on a monthly basis because that's going to be tough. An extra $600 a month, where does that come from? I mean, are you going to go ask your boss, you know, hey, I need an extra 600 bucks a, a, a month. But here's the other caveat in Arizona. Most of the buyers that are coming in town now are from out of state. Um, and they're coming with cash. Or they're coming with a large amount of down payment, so they make that, that payment work. That's that prices other people out of the market, especially locals here in Arizona, which is to me not cool, but it's the way the market is and, you know, there's not much I can do. But on the other side, at houses that are at lower prices or a different price range, you have individuals that can't afford those houses either. So they're stuck in that vicious cycle of renting. And How are we going to continue to change the marketplace if we continue to only allow uh, individuals with the larger sums of cash to purchase homes? It's just, it doesn't work. Um, Toll Brothers is also in my community. And they started building, you know, in the $400,000 range about 12 months ago. Their largest house now is over $600,000. So you're talking over $200,000 of an increase. They have a two-bedroom, two-bath house that you can add a third bedroom on, and it's half a million dollars. Uh, I know it's... I know Toll Brothers is a, you know, higher-end builder, but at the same time, when do you hit the ceiling on this stuff? When do people say enough is enough? And... I don't want to spend my hard-earned money and be house poor to be able to say I bought a house during this time and get over the fear of missing out. I don't know. I mean, I don't have that answer. I I can tell you my own personal um, stance is I wouldn't do it. I mean, yes, you're all saying I bought a house. I, I locked in my price almost 17, 18 months ago uh, and I was at a significant, significantly lower price than what these houses are selling for today. Um, if my price went any much higher, I would have walked away. But we locked it in pre-COVID and had to wait 18 months, basically, to get it together because everything here in Arizona, at least in this development, stopped for a period of time. And I can remember going up and down my street and talking to the sales agent to where he might have saw two or three people in the week and never sold a house, and then all of a sudden June and July of last year just blew up, and he could they couldn't keep houses stocked, and they couldn't build them quick enough, um, and then here we are today to where, you know, housing prices are up forty percent, and you, you just have, for me, it's a sense. It's, it's a sense of, oh my God, I mean, people are out there spending this money. They're hard-earned money. What is this going to look like three to five, ten years down the road? Because at some point, you know, to be able to refinance is the only way you're going to be able to lower your monthly payment. But at the same time, you're spending an extra $600 a month on a house that you could be putting $600 a month away in savings or retirement or putting it in the market something that it's making you money. This is not making you money and for all of you guys out there that are talking about the market continues to go up, I hate to break you the bad news, the market can't continue to go up and never go down. It's supply and demand. It's, it's all about what we see in the market and what we actually do in the market. And at some point, we'll get smart enough, just like lumber prices. People said lumber prices are not going to go down. You know, as of $100 range for lumber, it hasn't been that low in almost five months, six months. No, it's been a little bit longer than that. I take that back. More like nine months. And that's still 80% higher than what it was pre-pandemic. So it got up to almost seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars 1800 per board foot. So which that added about thirty dollars to $40,000 per house in cost to build. I don't know about you, but thirty dollars or $40,000 on top of a $100,000 ask, now you're talking $130,000 to $140,000. So now you're talking $1,000 extra in a monthly mortgage payment. What could you do with a 1000 bucks extra a month? I know I could do a lot with it. Guys, I mean, you're going to do what you're going to do, and I'm just going to tell you my, my stance on it. But at the end of the day, it's crazy. And we're pricing people out of the market, and that's not cool either. it it just it it really stinks because we're in the other end of this and we're trying to build affordable sustainable homes to keep them in the right price range and it's hard because lumber is out of control so until lumber gets down into a a range that doesn't kill us on our budget i really can't move on building new houses and that slows everything down for us It, it doesn't allow people to get out of that vicious cycle of renting um, and then the other thing is, you, you have all these individuals that potentially can be impacted uh, by the eviction moratorium going away in July. Where are they going to live? They need houses. So how do you how do you deal with that? And, and what do you do with that? I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of forces at play today, and a lot of people just don't want to talk about it. And we're we're saying well, the market's going to continue to go up or the market's going to go down and crash. Uh, You got to look at it from a human perspective and say, how are we going to solve some of these problems in the end? And where do you go with those problems to be able to rectify them? But we're human beings and we make emotional decisions. And when we make emotional decisions, sometimes we make bad decisions. I've been there, done that, and... I've made some really bad mistakes emotionally. cost me financially. And buying a house at the top of the market would probably be one of those for me. Um, but the other thing is, is trying to keep up with the Joneses or saying, you know, you need this, you need that. That's a personal opinion and that's a personal perspective. But at the end of the day... The more payments you have to the man, to the banks, to the lenders, the more you're going to have to work and continue to work. If you're able to just pay cash for stuff or pay majority of cash, you know, for items that you want, that's huge too. I mean, that will save you a lot of pain and uh, agony down the road because, God forbid, you get laid off and you don't have a lot in savings all these things go away the other thing is what about if you hate your job and you want to change your job but you can't find one that pays you as much as you're making today you're stuck because you got to make those payments and you don't get to go anywhere that's just not fun guys it really isn't so all right next up so You know, housing demand, it's going all over the place. Every market's different. There's not one big market in the United States. And, you know, there's just so many things going on in the market. And uh, I read a lot and I I try to look at stuff and see what's going on. But we have some topping going on in some places. You know, you got California, Texas, uh, New York. They're all they're all topping. I mean, you're getting to a price point per square foot or dollar wise, and people getting into bidding wars where they don't want to 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 bid that house up that much because it's going to kill their budget. So now you're starting to see houses, you know, in these major markets, these hot markets, sitting to where now you're starting to see some price reductions. Um, and here in Arizona, it's led the way in housing price increase for the last I think 11 months or 12 months that's crazy 42% average or 41% average but when you start looking at some of these internal numbers and getting down to the the micro and not the macro you're starting to see more houses sit on the market especially once you get over that $200 square foot homes which are going to be a little bit larger little bit higher end, um, at least here in Arizona, they're sitting on the market 5, 10, 15, 20 days and they're getting price reductions. They don't have these automatic, uh, you know, day one already sold because they've given 24 hours to buyers to put their best bids in and it sells. I mean, I'm thankful for realtors. I really am. We have a really good one in Indiana, Mitchell. Um, But there are more real estate agents in the market today than there are houses for sale. So that kind of tells you something. People were trying to catch on a wave because they had that FOMO. And now you've got a lot of people just saying, okay, we're top heavy. What do you do? Most of these people are going to fall out. But the mentality that's been happening is realtors that are listing houses their mentality is it's going to get listed it's going to get sold in a matter of hours and i'm on to my next it's switching it's coming around to where they're going to have to do some work to get it sold because the prices are high it doesn't matter if you've got a comp across the street it's the price it's the it's the supply and demand that people are willing to pay for a house today The FOMO is starting to wear off and people are starting to come to their senses and saying, I don't want to pay that. And you're starting to see a little bit of a chink in the armor. Not saying it's going to crash, but you're starting to see that. I can't tell you when it's going to crash. No one can tell you when it's going to crash. No one can tell you that it can keep on going up. It's supply and demand again. And I'm back to that old adage. But at the end of the day, it has to work for you but you have to take the emotion out of it. It has to make dollars and cents. You love the house, but if it's going to break your budget, why do you want to be house-strapped and house-poor? Why not just stay where you're at, ride this out, and see what happens, and then see what where things go? Because there will be a correction at some point in these markets, and your market could see a correction to where 10 or 15% down makes a huge difference, and they start sitting on the market... Longer, and you might be able to get a better deal. But if you just rush out with an emotional impulse, you could be making a bad decision. I hate to say that, but it does happen. We do make emotional decisions. Impulse impulse buying, it's out there. Why do you think all these uh, credit card companies are out there trying to push their credit card with all their miles and all their offers They want you to buy on impulse. You know, I I saw a commercial with Citi. They specifically teamed up with Amazon for Amazon Prime Days this month. For everything that you buy over $100, they're giving you equal payments of X or whatever it is. And I don't know if it's 0% financing or if it's 20% financing. I didn't look at the details. I'm sure there's some type of financing. They're not doing it for free. But that's going to get people to buy more and spend more than they, they, they really need, one. And two, it's going to put them in a hole. Impulse, impulse, impulse. And it's it's tough. I get it. You don't want to miss out. I, 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 I live. We all live in that situation. Been there, done that. Guys, I'm going to try to make this consistent as possible. The website is up and going. Um I'm going to have a separate site for the podcast, for the vlog, so we'll be able to share all that information there for you. And also at the same time, once once we get the new website live, it is up. It just needs to go live and we need to make some changes to it. I'll, I'll share that with you and I'd love to have your guys's feedback. But I hope you guys are doing well. I'm going to do this every Wednesday. I want to have a podcast slash vlog out every Wednesday by noon Eastern. So be on the lookout. Please follow us. Please like. Share your comments. I'll talk to you guys on the other side. Have a great day.